Section 7 of Happy Jack by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 7. Tommy Tit and Happy Jack pay a visit. What was the matter with Farmer Brown's boy? And Happy Jack Squirrel grows very bold. Chapter 19. Tommy Tit and Happy Jack pay a visit. As grows the mighty elm tree from just a tiny seed, so often great things happen from just a kindly deed. Great things were happening to Happy Jack Squirrel. He was actually on his way to Farmer Brown's house, and he had a feeling that other things were likely to happen when he got there. Now you may not think that it was anything very great that Happy Jack should be on his way to Farmer Brown's house. Very likely you are saying, Pooh! That's nothing. This may be true, and then again it may not. Suppose you do a little supposing. Suppose you had all your life been terribly afraid of a great giant fifty times bigger than you. Suppose that great giant had stopped hunting you, and by little deeds of kindness had at last won your love. Suppose you learned that something was the matter with him, and you made up your mind to visit him at his great castle, where there were other great giants whom you did not know. Would you think that great things were happening to you? Well, that is exactly the way it was with Happy Jack Squirrel, as he and Tommy Tit the Chickadee started to go over to Farmer Brown's house to look for Farmer Brown's boy. Tommy Tit had been there often, so he didn't think anything about it. But Happy Jack had never been there, and if the truth were known, his heart was going pit-a-pat, pit-a-pat, with excitement, and perhaps just a little fear. Through the old orchard they went, Tommy Tit flitting ahead and keeping a sharp watch for danger. When they reached the old stone wall on the edge of Farmer Brown's dooryard, Tommy told Happy Jack to hide there while he went to see if the way was clear. He was back in a few minutes. Dee dee, everything is all right, said he. Bowser the Hound is eating his breakfast out back where he can't see you at all, and Black Pussy is nowhere about. All you have to do is follow me over to that big tree close to the house, and I will show you where Farmer Brown's boy is. I, I'm afraid, confessed Happy Jack. Pooh, there's nothing to be afraid of, asserted Tommy Tit in a most positive way. Don't be a coward. Remember how Farmer Brown's boy saved you from Shadow the Weasel? Come on! A-dee-dee-dee! Come on! With that, Tommy flew across to the tree close by the house. Happy Jack scrambled up on the old stone wall and looked this way and looked that way. He couldn't see a thing to be afraid of. He jumped down and ran a few steps. Then his heart failed, and he scampered back to the old wall in a panic. After a few minutes, he tried again and once more a foolish fear sent him back. The third time he gritted his teeth, said to himself over and over, I will, I will, I will, and ran with all his might. In no time at all he was across the dooryard and up in the big tree, his heart pounding with excitement. A dee dee dee, called Tommy Tit. Happy Jack looked over to the house, and there sat Tommy on a window sill helping himself to the most delicious-looking cracked nuts. The sight of them made Happy Jack's mouth water. 
a long branch hung down over the window and almost touched the sill. Happy Jack ventured halfway and stopped. Somehow it seemed very dangerous to go so close to that window. Come on, come on, what are you afraid of? called Tommy. Something like shame that such a little fellow as Tommy Tit should dare to go where he did not crept into Happy Jack's heart. With a little run and jump he was on the sill, and a second later he was staring in at all the strange things inside. At first he didn't see anything of Farmer Brown's boy, but in a few minutes he made him out. He was lying down, all covered over, except his head. There was something the matter with him. Happy Jack didn't need to be told that, and a great pity filled his heart. He wanted to do something for Farmer Brown's boy. Chapter 20 What Was the Matter with Farmer Brown's Boy? He who climbs the highest has the farthest to fall, but often it is worth the risk. All the way home from his visit to Farmer Brown's boy, Happy Jack Squirrel puzzled and wondered over what he had seen. He had peeped in at a window and seen Farmer Brown's boy lying all covered up with only his head showing. Happy Jack couldn't see very well, but somehow that head didn't look just right. One thing was sure, and that was there was something wrong with Farmer Brown's boy. He never would have been lying still like that if there hadn't been. Happy Jack had been so troubled by what he saw that he had hardly tasted the nuts he had found on the windowsill. "'I am going to make him another call tomorrow,' said he, when he and Tommy Tit were once more back in the green forest. "'Of course,' replied Tommy. "'I expected you would. I will be around for you at the same time. You're not afraid any more to go up there, are you?' "'No,' replied Happy Jack slowly. The truth is, he was still a little afraid. It seemed to him a terribly venturesome thing to cross that open dooryard, but having done it once in safety, he knew it would be easier the next time. It was. The next morning he and Tommy Tit went just as before, and this time Happy Jack scampered across the dooryard the very first time he tried. They found things just as they had been the day before. They saw Farmer Brown's boy but he didn't see them. Tommy Tit was just going to tap on the window to let him know that they were there, when a door inside opened, and in walked Mrs. Brown. It frightened them so that Tommy Tit flew away from the window without tasting a single nut, and Happy Jack nearly fell as he scrambled back into the tree close by the window. You see, they never had made her acquaintance, and having her walk in so suddenly frightened them terribly. They didn't stop to think that there was nothing to fear because there was the window between them. Somehow they couldn't understand that queer stuff that they could see through but which shut them out. If they had seen Mrs. Brown go to the window and put more cracked nuts on the sill, perhaps they would have been less afraid. But they had been too badly frightened to look back, so they didn't know anything about that. The next morning Tommy Tit was on hand as usual but he found Happy Jack a little doubtful about paying another visit. He wasn't wholly over his scare of the day before. It took him some time to make up his mind to go, but finally he did. 
This time, when they reached the tree close by the house, they found a great surprise awaiting them. Farmer Brown's boy was sitting just inside the window, looking out. At least, they thought it was Farmer Brown's boy, but when they got a little nearer, they grew doubtful. It looked like Farmer Brown's boy, and yet it didn't. His cheeks stuck way out just as striped chipmunks do when he has had them stuffed full of corn or nuts. Happy Jack stared at him very hard. "'My goodness, I didn't know he carried his food that way,' he exclaimed. "'I should think it would be dreadfully uncomfortable.' If Farmer Brown's boy could have heard that, he certainly would have tried to laugh. And if he had, well, it was bad enough when he tried to smile at the sight of Tommy Tit and Happy Jack. He didn't smile at all, but made up an awful face instead, and clapped both hands to his cheeks. Happy Jack and Tommy Tit didn't know what to make of it, and it was some time before they made up their minds that it really was Farmer Brown's boy, and that they had nothing to fear. But when they finally ventured onto the sill, and, as they helped themselves to nuts, saw the smile in his eyes, though he did not smile with his mouth at all, they knew that it was he, and he was glad that they had called, and they were glad too. But what was the matter with Farmer Brown's boy? Happy Jack puzzled over it all the rest of the day, and then gave it up. Chapter 11 Happy Jack Squirrel Grows Very Bold When you find a friend in trouble, pass along a word of cheer. Often it is very helpful just to feel a friend is near. Every day Happy Jack visited the window sill of Farmer Brown's house to call on Farmer Brown's boy, who was always waiting there for him just inside the window. In fact, Happy Jack had got into the habit of getting his breakfast there, for always there were fat, delicious nuts on the window sill, and it was much easier and more comfortable to breakfast there than to hunt up his own hidden supplies and perhaps have to dig down through the snow to get them. Most people are just like Happy Jack. They do the easiest thing. Each day, Farmer Brown's boy looked more and more like himself. His cheeks stuck out less and less, and finally did not stick out at all. And now he smiled at Happy Jack with his mouth as well as his eyes. You know, when his cheeks had stuck out so, he couldn't smile at all, except with his eyes. Happy Jack didn't know what had been the matter with Farmer Brown's boy, but whatever it was, he was better now, and that made Happy Jack feel better. One morning, he got a surprise. When he ran out along the branch of the tree that led to the window sill, he suddenly discovered something wrong. There were no nuts on the sill. More than this, there was something very suspicious looking about the window, it didn't look just right. The truth is, it was partly open. But Happy Jack didn't understand this, not then, anyway. He stopped short and scolded, a way he has when things don't suit him. Farmer Brown's boy came to the window and called to him. Then he thrust a hand out, and in it were some of the fattest nuts Happy Jack ever had seen. His mouth watered right away. There might be something wrong with the window, but certainly the sill was all right. It would do no harm to go that far. So Happy Jack nimbly jumped across to the window sill. 
Farmer Brown's boy's hand with the fat nuts was still there, and Happy Jack lost no time in getting one. Then he sat up on the sill to eat it. My, but it was good. It was just as good as it had looked. Happy Jack's eyes twinkled as he ate. When he had finished that nut, he wanted another. But now Farmer Brown's boy had drawn his hand inside the window. He was still holding it out with the nuts in it, but to get them, Happy Jack must go inside, and he couldn't get it out of his head that this was a very dangerous thing to do. What if that window should be closed while he was in there? Then he would be a prisoner. So he sat up and begged. He knew that Farmer Brown's boy knew what he wanted, but Farmer Brown's boy kept his hand just where it was. Come on, you little rascal, said he. You ought to know me well enough by this time to know that I won't hurt you or let any harm come to you. Hurry up, because I can't stand here all day. You see, I've just got over the mumps, and if I should catch cold, I might be sick again. Come along now and show how brave you are. Of course, Happy Jack couldn't understand what he said. If he could have, he might have guessed that it was the mumps that had made Farmer Brown's boy look so like Striped Chipmunk when he has his cheeks stuffed full of nuts. But if he couldn't understand what Farmer Brown's boy said, he had no difficulty in his understanding that if he wanted those nuts, he would have to go after them. So at last he screwed up his courage and put his head inside. Nothing happened, so he went wholly in and sat on the inside sill. Then, by reaching out as far as he could without tumbling off, he managed to get one of those nuts, and as soon as he had it, he dodged outside to eat it. Farmer Brown's boy laughed, and putting the rest of the nuts outside, he closed the window. Happy Jack ate his fill and then scampered back to the green forest. He felt all puffed up with pride. He felt that he had been very, very bold, and he was anxious to tell Tommy Tit the Chickadee, who had not been with him that morning, how bold he had been. Pooh, that's nothing, replied Tommy, when he had heard about it. I've done that often. End of section 7